My name's Bridget, and welcome to my podcast, Wake Up and Thrive. I wear a lot of hats, but the ones I'm most proud of are being a sober mom to my four kids, a wife to my best friend, a forever student of life, a registered nurse, and a certified life coach. You can usually find me planning and enjoying quality moments with those I love, or coaching women on how to do the same. All of our lives are made up of tiny moments, both beautiful and messy. I know we all want more feel-good moments, but I believe it's the ones that challenge us that become the catalyst for our growth. That's what we do in this space. We explore everyday moments that we deem hard, and instead of allowing them to keep us stuck, we lean into their lessons and let them wake us up. So if you're ready and willing, I'd love to invite you to come along. All you need is an open mind. It's time. It's time to wake up and thrive. Good morning. Happy Monday. Um, I have a short but incredibly important episode. At least it feels important to me. It's more like a plea to all of you and to this world. The plea is to please, please, please do your work. My mom and I joke that we should hand out business cards with our information on one side and on the back, it should just say, do your work. Or actually, I was even joking with the client that I should create a billboard, giant billboard for everyone and their mother to see that just says, do your work. Because I feel so convicted that if everyone would do their own work, we would live in a world with far less pain, disconnection, and fear. People would be walking around more fulfilled and living in purpose instead of projecting all of our insecurities onto those around us. Actually, I had the privilege last Thursday evening to be with a Zoom full of women who attended my workshop, and they are committed to doing their work. And I didn't even talk to each one of them individually. I just know because of their investment to be there, to learn this this work. And this work was all about turning, turning the microscope on themselves and really seeing how they are showing up in their life is contributing to what they're experiencing. They each shared um, how they've tried avoiding the work by making it about the other person or situation or life experiences, whatever it is, how they've been making it about something or someone outside of themselves and how ultimately nothing shifts, right? Just like the episode before this, the real shift comes when we start to make the change from the inside out and we start to really match what it is that we want. And so I got to honor them on Thursday, and I want to, again, honor them if they're listening, but I also want to honor you, those of you that hit play on this um, podcast every Monday. You know that this episode, this, this, this place, this community we're building is about waking up. It's about taking ownership um, for your life and doing your work. So I really want to honor you guys as well, because I know it's not easy. So what do I mean when I say do your work? To me, doing your work, it's not a way to poke holes or point the finger at all the ways in which you're falling short or failing. I look at doing your work as a declaration of how powerful and capable you really are in creating the life that you want, in creating a life that lights you up. Because I really believe we are each, we are each co-creating our experience daily. 
Whether you know this work or you don't, whether you're leaning into it or not, you're co-creating something. The question just becomes, is what you're creating what you really want, right? And so I put together, I've been really thinking about this. So I guess in short, doing your work means stop being a victim to your circumstances and really lean into this idea, this idea that you can have what you want. It is so much more possible than you believe. There's a a story in the Bible, um, if you've read the Bible or are familiar with it, but it really talks about how, you know, faith the size of a mustard seed can move a mountain. And it's true. It's true. It takes like a small mustard seed size belief that what you want in your life, your business, your health, your relationships is possible. That's where it starts. Okay. So I've been really thinking about, you know, if I did make business cards or I had a billboard, how would I tell somebody how to do their work? And so I put together three kind of requirements. If you want to quote unquote, do your work and create the life and the relationships that you really, really desire. Okay. So I'm just going to run through these three. Um, and then, yeah, we'll kind of recap. So number one is Trust that what you want is good and that what you want will always come from the inside out. So I know sometimes when we we have this strong desire on our heart for something to either shift um, in our life or you know our family or our business or our health or our financial situation, whatever it is, and we get we can get so distracted and caught up in I need more, I need more time, money, knowledge. Um, just it, once I get out of this season, things will get better. Right. But the truth is you don't need any of that. You just need to trust that your vision for your life is good. And that's, what's meant for you. And I think once you, once you can cultivate that trust and belief in your desire, you will actually see that you've always been guided and supported. Um, and what you want is coming. And so it will just shift the way that you that you see your circumstances, really. Um, okay, so the second requirement is doing your work. It's a journey. It's not a destination. So you really need to make that mindset shift that it, it becomes a different way of seeing the world, right? So it's not it's not somewhere we're trying to get to or achieve. That's not what doing your work means. Doing your work is is actually more of a, it's a way of being than a doing. So when you when you commit to being someone that's doing the doing the work, you are constantly looking at life as why is this happening for me? What's trying to emerge through me versus why am I a victim to this situation or why are people doing this to me? Okay. So that's that's like a big shift. That's number two. Number three, kind of piggyback off of that, take responsibility for your role in your suffering. So are you not where you want to be financially? Okay, well, what decisions have you made and continue to make that keep bringing you back to this spot? Someone once told me there is more than enough money for every human being to be a millionaire. So the question is not where is the money? It's what am I doing to block the money from finding me? Um, another example would be in your relationships. Are your relationships not what you want or desire? 
stop taking this role, this victim role of, you know, poor people keep, or toxic people keep choosing me. It's more like, why am I subconsciously choosing these people? So what role and responsibility can you take in this? So if you're not creating the toxicity or the chaos, then you're allowing it. So either way, you're contributing to it, right? So really take ownership for that. Maybe it's in your health. Maybe your health is not what you deem good or optimal, right? So instead of just like resuming to you're never going to get this or you're never going to lose the weight or you're never going to reach good physical a good physical state or you're never going to be pain-free, instead focus on what small shifts and changes can I make today that's really going to move the needle. Um, I lost track. <laughs> I think I said I have three requirements, but I kind of have four. So here's the fourth one. Um, The fourth one is if you don't have what you want, be open to the fact that you're wrong about why you don't have it. Because a lot of times, and I've sort of touched on this, but a lot of times we don't have what we want because we're making up reasons and excuses for why it is that way, right? And that is the block. That's the block. Oftentimes those reasons are wrong. Otherwise you would have what you wanted. So I work with lots of moms, for example, who have a strong desire for change, either in the way they show up for themselves or their family. You know, they want more self-care time. They want more me time, but they've really just surrendered to this idea. This is just how it is. It's just the season I'm in. I'm going to call BS on that right? Or maybe you're in a career that you so desperately want to change, but you have all the excuses for why now is not the right time. It's possible now is the perfect time and your body is actually screaming for a change, right? So doing the work would require you to say, okay, I have this strong desire for A and my brain is telling me all these reasons why A is not possible. Maybe I'm wrong. That would be doing your work. Doing your work would be opening your lens in which you're seeing your situation. Okay, so like a small recap. First of all, trusting what you want, trusting that what you want is good and that it's on its way to you. Your job is just to remove the blocks. Um, number two is understanding that doing your work is a journey. It's a practice. It's a way of being. It's a way of seeing the world. Number three is take responsibility for your role in your suffering, in what you don't want. Take responsibility for that. It's the only way it's going to shift. Number three, if you don't have what you want, be open to the fact that the excuses you're giving yourself are wrong. Not possibly wrong, but that they're straight up wrong. (laughs) And I could probably add a lot more steps, you guys. And these aren't really steps. These are just truths to really sink into but I think this is a good start. Okay. So I'll just leave you with my last, um, I guess it's my belief or the way I now see life. Um, and this is what doing my work has really blessed me with. So I really see life as a giant classroom for all of us. We are all here individually with a specific curriculum for our soul to learn. And in order to learn that, we have to go through certain things. We have to face up with our, you know, our deepest insecurities. We have to experience 
the highs and the lows of of relationships. We have to make lots of mistakes. We have to fail. We have to walk through our fear. Um, all of it. It is all happening perfectly, and none of it's wrong, and it's all happening at the right time. You were not supposed to learn the lessons that you're learning today five years ago, much less five days ago. Like you are right on track. And to me, once you start committing to doing your work, you start seeing life that way. You start really looking at, this is interesting. I'm being triggered by this person. I wonder what's here for me. Or okay, this is interesting. I thought this was the path for me, but something in my body is telling me like, no, 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 your timeline, your, the direction you thought you were going, um, the life you thought you were supposed to have, like it's kind of being all shaken up right now. This is interesting. I wonder what's here for me. Right. And, and to me, that's doing your work. Doing your work is constantly looking at what's going on around you And asking yourself, what's in it for me? What's here for me? What's trying to emerge through me? And how can I just lean into that? How can I lean into that instead of resisting it? So yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's what, it's what this whole podcast is about. It's why I started it. I wanted more people to be interested in doing the work. I wanted more people to, to jump in with, because it can be scary. It can be really scary to be like, holy shit, I am solely responsible for my experience. Like really, really, when you go back to what I said earlier, it's either something you're creating or allowing. Like 100%, you can create the life you want and it can start right now. Right now. You don't have to wait for five, 10 years when you have all the things lined up perfectly. Like it can start today, but that really begins with you, A, trusting that what you want is good, right? B, understanding that doing your work, it's a journey. You have to constantly be committed to it. See, see now I'm going in letters instead of numbers, but whatever. Take responsibility for your role and your suffering. And then D, if you don't have what you want, be open to the, the parameters you're putting around what you want. You might be wrong about that. You might be wrong. And so be open to, okay, I know that life's a classroom. I know that it's always happening for me. And if I don't currently have what I want, how am I standing in my own way? Okay. I think I just kind of repeated myself multiple times. So I'm going to say we're going to wrap up this episode. Um, But yeah, yeah. Oh, and doing the work is, it's just my biggest passion. Um, Yeah, it really is. And the more people I can invite into this work, I feel like the more I'm fulfilling like my curriculum here on earth. So if you're listening to this and you're like on the edge of, I feel like something needs to shift, but I don't know if I'm ready to commit, Eh, you know, but you, in your heart of hearts, you know, you're not living the life you're meant to live. You know that there's more for you. Um, Let this be your invitation. Let this be your gentle nudge towards don't wait, don't wait. And I am here as a guide and a mentor um, and a cheerleader and an accountability partner and all the things. And you don't have to go through this or on this journey alone. Um, So if you want that support, reach out to me. I'm going to drop all my contact information in the show notes, Um, but it would be an honor. It would be an absolute honor to walk with you as you do your work. All right, all. I hope you have a great week, great um, start to your week, and I'll see you guys next time.